Auto Line Daily is brought to you by Bridgestone, your journey, our passion. And by Dow Automotive Systems, improving durability and increasing design flexibility with Betamate structural adhesives at DowBetamate.com. In today's show, Ford slips down to number seven, Volvo develops a new product architecture, and Sergio Marchion embarks on a very dangerous voyage. Now the news. Hey, do you know who the leading car companies in the world are? You are going to be surprised to see what the global rankings are because we are seeing some significant changes. In the second quarter of this year, Volkswagen took first place, surging ahead of General Motors by more than 100,000 vehicles. While many news reports put Toyota in the lead, that's for the first half of the year. For the last three months, Toyota was in third place. But look at that barely ahead of Hyundai Kia. You know, it was not all that long ago when the Koreans were not even in the top 10. Renault Nissan are in fifth place, but not very far ahead of FCA, Fiat Chrysler Automobiles. But here is the real shocker. Ford has now slipped to only seventh place on a global basis. Then comes Honda, but we're only counting car sales, not motorcycles. So Honda, as a manufacturer, is actually bigger than it looks here. And Peugeot rounds out the rest of the list. Every automaker in the world seems to be coming out with new modular designs that share a lot of components. Volkswagen calls it MQB. Toyota calls it TNGA, Toyota New Generation Architecture. And now Volvo is boasting about its Scalable Product Architecture, or SPA. The XC90 will be the first product to feature SPA, which will then roll out into the rest of Volvo's lineup. SPA is about removing restrictions for designers and giving them more freedom. It also allows a range of powertrains, electrical systems, and technologies to be integrated into the same platform. The new XC90 makes its debut in Sweden in the next couple of weeks. Hey, don't forget to check out our coverage of the Dream Cruise from Woodward Avenue this Friday evening. We've got Pietro Gorlier from Mopar, Richard Cox from SRT, and automotive experts Jim Hall and Steve Pastiner. Join us this Friday at 4 p.m. Eastern Time at Autoline.tv. Automakers are looking all over the world for new markets to grow their sales, and now Ford is boosting its presence in Africa. Last year, the company created a new division to focus on the region, and over the next two years, it will introduce 17 new models there. It also wants to expand its manufacturing presence in Africa and is scouting four locations. Overall, sales in the region are modest, totaling just 1.5 million units last year. But by the end of the decade, sales are expected to increase 40%. And with Ford slipping down to seventh place, you can bet they want to find new markets. Let's go to China now, where Chinese authorities are starting to think that foreign automakers are ripping off Chinese consumers, and so they're cracking down. Spare parts for foreign cars are significantly more expensive than they are in North America or Europe, so Chinese authorities started investigating. And they announced they are going to punish Chrysler and Audi. A number of other automakers, including Daimler, BMW, Honda, and Toyota, have already agreed to cut those spare prices up to 20%. At first, we thought the Chinese were just harassing foreign companies. But when you see so many automakers scrambling to cut prices, now it looks like maybe the Chinese were onto something. 
Sergio Marchion is putting his company on a collision course with automotive suppliers. It could end in disaster or turn out to be a pretty good move. More on that right after this. Here's another great thing about the all-around performance of our Dueler tires. A comfortable, quiet ride. Oh. At Bridgestone, our passion for performance knows no bounds. Sergio Marchion is ticked off that a lot of automotive suppliers are enjoying some of their best profit margins ever. In his latest conference call with financial analysts, Sergio let it be known he wants suppliers to cut prices. You know, we've seen Chrysler do this before. When it became Daimler Chrysler, the company demanded across-the-board price cuts. That temporarily made the bottom line look good, but suppliers despised the forced cuts and relations started to come apart. Daimler ended up dumping Chrysler on Cerberus, which tried to cut supplier prices even more. The situation went from bad to worse. You know, it doesn't have to be this way. Back in the 1990s, Chrysler started a program called SCORE, or Supplier Cost Reduction. With SCORE, Chrysler would bring in suppliers early in the product development process, and they would collaboratively develop new cars and trucks. Suppliers were encouraged to come up with their own innovations, and both would share in any cost savings. Suppliers loved the program, and guess what? This is when Chrysler also posted the highest profits in its history. Recently, we aired an interview with John Henke from the company Planning Perspectives, who came out with a study showing a strong correlation between good supplier relations and a car company's profitability. The automakers with the best supplier relations are the most profitable, and the ones with the worst relations are financially the weakest. So Sergio is setting out on a very dangerous voyage. If he tells his buyers to beat up suppliers to get lower prices, it might work temporarily, but the planning perspective study shows that it's the soft side of supplier relations, getting technology first, getting the best ideas, getting problems resolved quickly, that adds to an automaker's bottom line. And financial cost accounting does not capture this soft side of those benefits. If Sergio follows the same route that Daimler and Cerberus did, it's pretty easy to forecast how this is going to turn out. But if he resurrects the SCORE program, he could have the supplier community eating out of his hand and rack up big profit margins for Chrysler. Anyway, that's how I see it, and I look forward to reading your viewpoints in the comments section. So that wraps up today's show. Thanks for watching. Please join us again tomorrow.